Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hello, and welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. And this is a bonus episode and a bit of education. So as you can see by the title of this episode, we are going to be analyzing Ryan Gosling's human design variables specifically. We'll go over a brief overview of his chart just so you have a little bit of a framework and so we can understand the surface level of who he is and because there's there is so much nuance to human design and also to um the variables and the way it kind of reflects and impacts individuals based off their aura as well we're not going to go through very um extreme details here because we have a limited amount of time But I did want to give you an overview of what the variables kind of look like in real life. Now, I will say, stay till the end of this episode because I do have a very special offer for those that are interested in knowing more about the variables. Okay, so I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you. Okay. So as you can see here, this is Ryan Gosling's human design chart. Now I do have some notes that I want to read to give you a little bit of understanding of who Ryan is in case you don't know. I feel like at this point, especially because of the Barbie movie, we all know who Ryan Gosling is. Um, I will say I haven't personally seen the the Barbie movie yet. I honestly really want to see it, but I haven't had a chance. So if you have seen the Barbie movie, I've only heard good reviews so far. Please let us know in the comments down below. Should I see it? Um, I'm not sure if Leah has seen it either. Let us know if this is a great movie because it seems like it is. And it's super interesting um, that they chose Ryan for this role. So we are going to first uh, talk about, let's talk about for a moment who Ryan is. Okay, so let's go through a brief overview of who Ryan is in case you don't know. (laughs) Um. So Ryan Gosling is best known as an actor, okay? Now, he has done a variety of other things, but he has actually reached a great deal of projector success. As you can see here, he is a splenic projector because he has this channel, the um, 5432 channel of transformation that runs from the root to the spleen. This is a projected channel. And all of his channels are projected. That's what makes him a projector. He has the 1333, the channel of the prodigial over here. And then he has um, the 4323, the genius freak channel or the channel of structuring over here. So these are the channels, the three channels that makes up his aura. And this is what makes him a projector. Now he has reached a great deal of projector success. He has accrued a world box office of gross of 1.9 million. Um, 
I mean, I mean, billion, excuse me. I said million. I meant to say billion, 1.9 billion. That's a great big difference. (laughs) So he has reached a great deal of projector success. I also discovered, um, Googling him that he's also in a band. We'll get into that shortly too. Um, he actually made his, uh, debut, as an 80s kid on the Mickey Mouse Club. I actually saw that. <laughs> he was on, uh, I saw a few episodes of those. I was also dating myself right now, but I was also born in the 80s. I'm a little younger than than Ryan, but um, I do remember seeing all of them on the Mickey Mouse Club. And I've also watched old videos with him. He Ryan was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, who else? Uh, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, I believe Christina was Christina Aguilera, right? Uh, a lot of them, a lot of um, celebrities were on the Mickey Mouse Club. So that's where he first started. And then he rose to stardom actually in 2004. Now he's done other things. You can Google him too, if you would like. We're not, we're not here to talk about every single thing he's done, but his biggest role that um, gave him the most recognition as a projector was in The Notebook in 2004. And I have to tell you, as a young girl, <laughs> I was in high school in 2004, um, that he was in this movie. I wanted Ryan to be my boyfriend. If you saw the way that he looked at Rachel McAdams and the way that he was able to penetrate her aura and recognize her. That's what every every girl wants, right? The way Ryan looked at Rachel McAdams in the notebook. Um, and even I know they dated afterwards too briefly. And I think they got back together even after that. Um, I think in like 2008. If you saw the way he looked at her, and I would go ahead and watch that movie again now that you know that he's a projector, you will wish that your husband or partner or wife, whoever, um, person looking at you, you would, you would want them to look at you the way that Ryan looked at Rachel McAdams in the notebook. So that was where he got his biggest recognition role was the notebook. And then he did go on to have some more successes. Um, and he did get, um, I believe a golden globe for La La Land. And then he's also been nominated, I believe, twice uh, for the Academy Awards as a Best Actor. Um, And he has a large range, right? Like, he can play some really, really dark roles. Like, what was that one movie um, that he was in? Murder by Numbers. Um, He was in Murder by Numbers with uh, Sandra Bullock, who I believe Sandra Bullock is a reflector. Um, So that was interesting. And they actually also dated briefly, I believe, after that movie. And Murder by Numbers, as we're about to get into with his variables, seems like like he he was made. He was made for that role. So um, he also actually has a band that also ties into his variables as well, uh, which I didn't even know about called Dead Man's Bones. <laughs> Ryan seems like in a lot of ways, and I think with a lot of the roles that he plays can can be perceived a, um, a little angelic in some of his roles, but he's also got a real big darkness to him. I think we all know that, like, especially with the with the movie that I just 
talked about murder by numbers. That was a really dark role that he played. And he's played some other dark roles um, in the past as well. So there's definitely a widespread of recognition as a projector for Ryan for a lot of the work he's done. Um, so let's talk about his design for a moment. So he, as I said, he is a projector. Now he's a splenic projector because his authority is connected from the root here to the spleen. As I said, uh, the channel of transformation, um, that is the role, um, that is the authority that his, that, um, excuse me, let me start over. <laughs> Mercury is retrograde right now. I'm having a hard time with my words. That is the channel that makes him a splenic projector is the channel of transformation. Now we're not here to talk about all of his chart. I really wanted to focus on his variables because I was actually able to find his birth time relatively easy. I even checked, cross-checked it with some other people that have found his, um, his birth information. And um, yeah, so this seems pretty accurate from a lot of what I just expressed to you guys. And also, if you think about some of the other roles he's played in some of the other movies, um, this what we're about to go through with his variables is going to make a lot of sense. So if you don't know what the variables are, I would one highly recommend going back to our last video or our last podcast episode and checking out um, the breakdown of the variables video that I shared, how to find your variables, where they're located, and an understanding of what they mean. So the variables in a nutshell are called the radical four transformations. They're up here at the top. If you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're not watching this on YouTube, I highly recommend coming on over to YouTube so that you can visually see Ryan's chart with me. So if you look here up at the top, many of you have seen these four arrows. They are called the variables in human design. They are the architecture of your being. They are what's under the hood of your vehicle, okay, which is your body. And so there's four of them, one, two, three, four. And so they really show you your unique path to purpose. They are the way you take in information and food and frequency and experience the world around you with your determination variable up here at the top. And then uh, top left-hand side, this one that I'm circling right now. And then over here on the right-hand side, that right variable here at the top right, this is called your motivation variable. So this is the last place where frequency or those neutrinos, those subatomic particles, highly also recommend checking out our um, crash course on transits and planets. We also we have all this information for you that I'm talking about in the show notes down below. So this explains the way neutrinos move through our body, frequency moves through our body, and your motivation variable is actually where the exit of that neutrino is going to be. This is the exit frequency over here where the motivation variable is up at the top right-hand side, the one that I'm circling right now. So that is a brief understanding of the variables. We're going to walk through them together through Ryan's chart. And again, if you want more information, please go check out the last video. So as I said, we always want to start at the beginning, okay? So the first place to start is the brain, okay? Now, the brain is this top left variable here that's called determination. Now, as you can see, 
the arrow is pointing right. So this makes Ryan a passive brain. Okay. I like to look at the uh, left and right. And I think of a circle. Okay. So think of the way you're, and we're going to describe this in the way you're taking information and food. Okay. So this is the first way in for Ryan when he's receiving, let's say he's having a conversation with somebody, for example. Okay. So he's taking information through his aura, through what, what is being expressed by the other individual, for example. Okay. You also want to tie in that he's a projector. So he is going to be penetrating and absorbing the other person's aura at the same time. So I want you to think of the way he's taking information. Imagine a circle for a second. So because he is what's called passive brain, he is actually taking in the peripheral of the information. He is not focused. He's not a focused being when it comes to actually either places with the brain or the mind, because we can see up here the brain and then the mind that I'm pointing to, which is the right variable over here on the top right-hand side. Both of them are pointing right. So he is passive when it comes to taking in information, he's also passive over here on the personality mind when it comes to processing the information and then being able to share it with others, okay? So both ways are a very passive way he's taking information and also very passive way in which he's processing the information at the same time. So I like to say that you want to imagine for both of these places as a circle, and because Ryan is both right brain and right mind, he is taking in information passively, meaning he's taking in the peripheral of that circle. He's not taking in that direct nucleus, that focused tunnel vision that a left brain or left mind would have. He's taking in almost the essence is what I like to describe of um, a passive brain or a passive mind. He's taking in the essence. He He's not going to remember like dates per se, unless he's studying for a role. Like I, be, I would be actually so curious as to um, almost like um, his practice when it comes to acting and um, the way he kind of like creates his roles and all of that. I'd be very curious because for him, he's not taking in all the details. He's taking in the essence. He's taking almost in the emotions of a room. Um, it's so interesting, passive people. They catch things that somebody like myself, who is actually left brain and left mind, would miss. Like Almost like the emotions of a room, he can kind of almost absorb and penetrate into with his projector aura. He really can understand almost what is the underlying theme of, let's say, as we were just talking about, as he's taking in information of what the under other individual is expressing. Now, if they were to throw like, hey, um, I'd love to meet you for coffee on Tuesday at 2 p.m., he might forget that detail because he's not here to hold in the details. He's here to hold in the essence and almost the feeling of something. It's so interesting because, um, and almost like the background, I feel like people that are 
right brain and right mind are really taking in the background of something. My husband is actually right brain. I'll give you a quick example. There was one time we were watching the show and I was so focused on this person's face and the details of their face and what they were actually saying. And my husband caught some weird image in the background that if he didn't point it out to me, I would have totally missed it. So I look at right brain and right mind really taking in the background and the essence of something. So let's get a little bit more specific with Ryan's right brain. So Ryan is actually in direct light when it comes to his determination. Okay. If you look here, these little circles, as you can see, these little orange yellow circles are called color. Okay. And that is what is captured when his cognition, which is connected to these triangles here that are called tone, that is what is captured when that frequency gets turned on through his body. When the frequency gets turned on through his body, through his cognition, he's then able to almost capture what that frequency actually means. He's able to pick up that data correctly. Okay. Hope you're following. If you're not, stay tuned to the end so I can tell you how we can dive into this further. So his color for his determination is color six. Now, color six is the most uh, futuristic digestion that there is. This is almost like what we are evolving into. Now, because he is right brain, that makes him... Um, that would make him indirect light. There's there's two different types of light, for example. And again, I would highly recommend going to our website to check out more information on the variables. We have a lot of also other educational podcast episodes, and um, we have a blog. We have blog posts on this. We I also have a lot of stuff on my my Instagram journey through HD. If you want to take a look at that as well. So. Because he is indirect light, that makes him right brain. Now, there's the other side of that, the opposite end, which is direct light, which would make him left brain. And the re and what actually depicts whether you're going to be left brain or right brain is actually your cognition, the tone. The tone actually sets the direction. And because his cognition, his tone, this triangle here is the number five, that makes him feeling cognition. So his feeling cognition creates his right passive brain of indirect light. So I hope you're following here. So I find this very fascinating. And this is where we're going to back up to what I just said earlier, where he has a wide range of roles that he can play. And I believe it has his indirect light plays a factor. Now, as I said that he was in um, that movie with Sandra, Sandra Bullock. I don't know why I keep forgetting the name. Oh, Murder by Numbers. That's a very dark role. And I've noticed people that are indirect light, they tend to actually gravitate to the dark. They are um, more of able to almost like sit in the dark. They feel comfortable in the dark. They are here to actually digest and eat food um, either before the sun comes up 
or after the sun comes down. And if you are an indirect light eater, I would highly suggest to look back to when you were a kid and because that is when you were the least conditioned by the world and or maybe you are already doing it or maybe you feel uh, digestive issues per se uh, when you do eat when the sun is up or even in light. Um, I, it's almost like you guys, people that are indirect light people are almost like vampires. <laughs> okay. You guys just, you do better in the dark. I also have noticed people that are indirect light. They do well with shadow work. Um, as Ryan has a wide range of roles, he's, he's played some darker roles as well. And I believe this is a testament to his indirect light. Now, Ryan is also feeling cognition and really able to almost tap into each of the roles that he plays and almost provide not only like tap into the frequency because that's what feeling is it's it's a tone it's a resonance it's a vibration that people that are feeling cognition now cognition if you don't know what that is this is the strongest of your senses that turns your body on. Now, there's also other senses, as you can see, each of the triangles hold a different tone and they all have different names. Like, as I said, your determination variable holds the tone of cognition, your environment variable here that I'm pointing at the bottom left-hand corner, that is your tonal resonance. And then we move over to the personality side, those tones are referred to as senses, okay? But really, they all depict each of our senses because they're connected to smell, taste, um, feeling, okay, vision, and also touch, okay? And I messed up the order there a little bit. So, but again, I have a lot more information on the variables on our website and also my Instagram. So, Feelings people, I know a lot of feelings people that are either massage therapists. I know an acupuncturist that is a feelings person because like I said, they actually are able to tap in to the frequency. They can actually feel within their physical bodies other people's pain. And I feel like that's something that Ryan is able to like portray or project on the big screen is those emotional moments and those feelings because he's able to actually um, integrate them in his body. He also has an undefined solar plexus. And a lot of people that wherever they're open, they're really able to amplify that archetypal energy. And so he really is able to tap in because this is actually the center where feelings come from. It's over on the solar plexus binary side, the feelings cognition. And so he's really able to tap into a wide range of emotions for his films. And we can feel them at our core and our essence because he's actually feeling them with his feelings cognition at his core and at his essence. And so what's also interesting that I find with Ryan, let's move down to environment now. That's going to be the bottom left-hand variable that I'm circling right here, okay? And so What's super interesting about Ryan, and I actually can relate to him a little bit on this, is he is actually kitchen's environment. Now, your environment is going to be where you are going to thrive. It's really where you stop surviving. You're able to thrive. You're able to meet the right people that are then going to lead you. We're going to move on to the next place after this, your correct perspective, which is over here 
on the personality mind side. Hi there. We wanted to share with you more ways to connect with us and our free and paid resources and offers that will help you elevate your life and begin to tap into your fullest potential to live out your dreams. First up, we have created a free tips and tricks to understanding your strategy and authority and a free crash course on the transits that you can find in our beginner's path on our website in the show notes down below. And if you're ready to get a deeper understanding of the human design language and how to apply this to your very own chart, check out our user manual to your true self. And if you've been studying human design for a while and ready to lift up the hood of your vehicle and take a peek inside to better understand your process, we have created a mini variables class on the four radical transformations. Now, we do not have view or motivation available to purchase, but we have recently developed a kick-ass variable intensive called the Color Code Variable Intensive. That is a five-week journey through the Radical Four Transformations, and because our last round went so well that I can't even put into words, I can't even describe, but we are doing it again this fall. So please make sure you are subscribed to our email list because early bird enrollment is about to be made available. And lastly, if you are interested in one-on-ones with me, Crystal, then check out my readings on our website down below to snag one of my reading spots or email us the word waitlist to be added to the next available openings as I get booked up very quickly. And everything else that you might be interested in, you can find on our website, humandesignastro.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel for some prime education. Now let's go listen to the rest of this captivating episode. So Ryan is kitchen's environment. This is actually a third color. I'm circling it right here. I am also kitchen's environment. We just have opposite environments, but I can relate to him on this because he's been doing acting since he was a kid. I believe it was like 13 when he was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Now, I've noticed that a lot of people that are kitchen's environment, they've done some sort of singing, dancing, and acting because kitchen's environment is really where we can transform and where can you transform the best is on center fucking stage right and so I actually used to do singing dancing and acting when I was a kid as well and I've seen a lot of kitchens people and even shores people actually because that's the opposite end of this environment the transferred environment would would be shores environment now he is wet kitchens which actually is perfect for him to with being an actor because wet kitchens, which makes him a left body, which is he's an active body, which means that people tend to want to watch him. Okay. If you're a left body person, you might notice people like staring at you when you're out. Now as a right body person and a completely open throat for myself, I really freak out when I notice people are watching me, but I love as right body, being able to be the observer. That's the opposite end. So I am dry kitchens and Ryan is wet kitchens. So him being up there on center stage, him being right there um, in in the spotlight, which it's, it, and I say that indirectly, <laughs> um, him being in the spotlight, um, 
people tend to want to watch him. Also with being a projector, there's something so interesting about when you can recognize a projector in their success because Ryan has reached a lot of success. Now, wet kitchens really has to do with humidity, okay? They're they're like... Uh, they like it. They like to get a little sweaty. Now, for whatever reason, I have this like mental image of when I believe what, what I think it was the role that he played where he was like that really like buff, hot man, which I know he's played a lot of roles like that. But I believe um, it was with uh, another projector. What is her name? Emma. What is her name? Um. Emma Stone. Why couldn't I remember her name? Okay. Um, where he, I, and he's played a couple movies with her, right? Um, crazy. What is it? What was it? Crazy, stupid love, whatever that movie was where he took his shirt off. I feel like he was like, he was, he's able to like get other people hot and bothered. Uh, kitchen's environment are able to, are known as like the alchemists. Okay. The chemists, the witches, the scientists, and so he is actually really able to transform into these roles that he plays. I I believe almost like I feel like every actor and this is not going to be true, but I just it would be nice um, if they all were kitchens environment or even shores. I really feel like, though, like directors or filmmakers, they should be shores people because I think of you know, the camera, the lens that feels very Shorzy to me. And so that's the opposite end is Shorzy, which he actually has been a director. I, I think he's directed a few things. And so he really does like to wear many hats and kind of put him in, himself in many roles. And so kitchen's environment people, they really need to be in places where he can gather. So he's able to gather all the people. I mean, look what he did for the Barbie movie. He was able to really help gather all the people to the big screen to watch him. And also, I think of movies, we're sitting in the dark, we're watching this big screen. Like, there's a lot of connections between Ryan and him being an actor and him, like, really being able to thrive in these types of environments. He's really able to gather people as Kitchen's environment to the big screen. Okay, so we have an understanding of the way he's taking in information and food with being in direct light. He really is able to capture the essence, the tone, the frequency with his feelings cognition, and he's really able to transform the world around him and also transform us with his wet kitchen's environment, okay? And we want to watch him. He's left body, right? I'm sure he's also a very active person. I mean, I've seen him... Um, he's done a lot of things. Like I said, he's also in a in a band that the band that's called what is that band called again? It's called um, hold on, Dead Man Bones. That feels like very indirect light to me, right? Dead Man Bones. <laughs> um, we actually did a uh, uh another analysis. We'd like to do serial killer analysis for every Halloween. So the last one we did was. Jeffrey Dahmer and supposedly he was also wet kitchens which makes sense you can also go um back to our, our other episodes and find that episode with Jeffrey Dahmer and watch it because it's it's very very fascinating so let's move over to the personality mind now so we've left the body we've left the unconscious okay and we're moving over to the personality side and this is where we 
This is who we think we are. And so this is where when we enter the third variable here of view perspective, which is going to give us a unique lens in which we, the way we see the world. So how does Ryan see the world? Super interesting, right? So Ryan sees the world through the view of wanting. Okay. And it's a really, this is actually a very interesting and sometimes can be a hard variable to almost be able to understand because the opposite end of wanting is actually survival. Now, I'd be curious to know how Ryan transfers with survival. I don't know like too much about his history of, and like, it doesn't seem like he's had any like super financial downfalls, but he has been able to really make his true view of wanting at the forefront. Because wanting, if you think this is a fourth color, okay? And if you think of um, all of the lines, the fourth line is the beginning stage of the upper trigram. Now, it's a very important for the variables to have an understanding or a foundation of all of the six lines. So that way you can see kind of how they move through each of the variables. Now, for, the fourth line is also the opportunist, right? And so when I combine this with the fourth color of wanting, I see people that have the fourth color of wanting of really being able to see other people's needs, wants, and desires. It's the upper trigram. It's after you've built the foundation, which is going to be the first color of survival. That would be his transference. He's not here to look for a foundation of anything. He's here to get to the next level of that. After you've received your foundation, then it's about the desires and how to live out those desires. And he's been doing that, it looks like, his whole life. He's really allowed his wants and desires to take the forefront. And he's also able to see the wants and desires of other people as well. I think he he probably had maybe even a little bit of a vision. He has gate 57 here. A little bit of a vision of taking that Barbie role and knowing Somewhere in his in his spleen, which is that intuitive knowing, right? That intuitive hit that if he were to take the Barbie mo movie, that his wants and desires and also helping other people tap back into their wants and desires would be at the forefront, okay? So this is where you can really, if you're if you're a wanting view person, you can really look out at the world and spot really the needs and the desires of other people, and how to help them achieve that. Um, Leah, my co-host to the podcast, some of you may know who she is. If not, go look at our, our past episodes that we have. We also do transit updates, and she does the tarot portion. And she's really able to look out at the world and see almost and spot almost like what what would be the most I like think of wanting people when they're really tapped into the that place, like the yummiest essence. I'm also a generator, so I'm thinking I'm like my kitchen's environment tends to go to food for some reason. Um, like the yummiest, joyful, like lived experience. Like I want 
to be able to live out the life of my dreams. And I believe that wanting people can really be able to see and help other people get there. And so when we move up to the next stage of after he's seen the world of wanting, how to really tap into desire, okay, how to tap into the needs, we move up to his next stage, which is motivation, okay? This is the last variable. This is right as we exit the frequency. If everything has been captured correctly through these other variables, you'll be able to tap in the truest essence, which is going to be guilt motivation for Ryan. Actually, Leah, if you're watching this, you have a very similar chart to Ryan in a lot of ways. I find that kind of funny. So anyways, because Leah is also wanting view and guilt motivation, and she's a splenic projector, a two-four splenic projector at that. Ryan's a two-four splenic projector. So I believe his fourth color, um, I mean, fourth line of opportunist, um, there's a nice harmony and synergy there with him being the fourth color of wanting. There's a connection there. Now, once Ryan is able to see the world clearly through wanting, he can then conceptualize and process the world around him through his motivation so that he can be the outer authority for other people, okay? And so the way Ryan does that is through what's called guilt motivation, which is a fifth color, okay? And guilt motivation, if you think of the fifth line, the fifth line is the heretic. They really see what's not working. And it's a similar vibe for guilt motivation. They're able to see and spot um, how to almost fix things. They see holes. My husband's also guilt motivation, Leah's guilt motivation. They can really see um, how to improve and adjust things. And so Ryan also, um, he has a lot of causes that he actually fights for. I don't know. Go Seriously, go Google him and, and, and learn about him because he's a really fascinating guy. Um, he has a lot of causes. Like I know he's, um, he fights for PETA. He also fights for um, other, this other organization called Invisible Children that I think is, is um, in, in collaboration with maybe, I think it's, I think Africa, do not quote me on that part. I am not sure. And also I am not, I want to preface that I am not a therapist. Okay. I'm not a nutritionist. Um, human design really shows you the best way for you to, um, provide nutrition to your body and also to really understand the way your mind works. Um, I have gone, I had, I did go to school for psychology, but I never, officially got a degree on it. So I just want everyone to know that I am not a therapist or or a nutritionist. Um, I've just been using human design for over six years now and have used the variables for over three years now. And it's really helped transform my life. And I have also been able to help other people transfer transform theirs as well. I'm also a kitchen's environment, right? And power view and um, as well as desire motivation, which are all third colors. So I just want to preface that, that so that everybody knows, please do not come for me and, and try to tell me any holes in what I'm saying to you about this. This is just a fun way to kind of look at the variables through, through a famous person's life. So Ryan has really like put himself out there in a lot of ways, I he, he's also taken on director roles, so that also feels kind of a, a guilt motivation role. 
I'd be curious to know um, if any of with with any of his acting roles, if he has uh, given any pointers to the director, I would say he, he needs to be invited for that. But I'd be curious to know if anybody inquires on his guilt motivation. He's also um, I'm not it, I, when I was looking him up, it didn't say I'm not sure if he's either just partnered up with Eva Mendez or if or if he's married to her I know he has two children with her so I would be curious to know his role as a partner and also as a father he probably teaches his kids a lot of things and so Ryan really has been able to successfully live out his projector aura, live out his design. He definitely utilizes his variables, even though I'm sure he has no idea what any of them are, but he's able to really tap in. Like if we let's, let's, let's go through a rundown, like as if like, I like to do um, brand um, people's almost like auras. Okay. And like, let the, let their aura speak through their their essence, through their variables, and through other places in their chart. So let's do that together for Ryan. So Ryan is really able with his indirect light to tap into the darkness of these roles, to tap into any of the shadows, the hidden elements. And he's really able to bring them to the surface and bring them to light. He's able to understand the way these characters actually feel the way the essence moves through their vehicles so that he can capture them for himself and be able to show almost like the full range of emotions in these characters. Ryan also is able to gather people to the big screens and transform the lives of not only the individuals that are watching these movies, but also I'm sure Every single person that works for him and works with him, with him being kitchens, wet kitchens environment. He's also able to spot the wants and needs and desires of other people as well as himself so that he can live out his projector success. And when he's doing and seeing the world so clearly, he's able to adjust or improve or fix anything that's not working for other people. As I said, he also fights for some really big causes out there. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen with you now, as I already just did. And so I want to thank you so much for being here. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. If you do enjoy any sort of analysis when it comes to human design, please comment down below. Or if you're listening to the podcast and you're listening on Spotify, you can also answer us directly there. Shoot us an email. Uh, send us a DM. I'm Journey Through HD on Instagram. I'm also uh, collectively with Leah, um, Human Design Astro Club, um, and Human Design. Um, we 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 go through Human Design and astrology and tarot on some of our other episodes. So feel free to check those out. Now, if you really loved what I what I shared about the variables, and you're like, how do I use the variables, my variables, in my everyday life? I want to let you know right now that doors have just opened. If you're watching this, um, August August 24th, um, doors have just opened 
four, the color code variable intensive. And this is the second time we are doing this because it was so successful with the 11 people we let in for the last intensive. It was so successful for them that they were able to up-level their lives because that's what the variables help you do. They were able to up-level their lives. They were able to either switch careers. They were able to switch roles. They were able to move up the tier in their career or their jobs. They, Some of them took chances on relationships. Some of them are reaching successful relationships. And that's what he, um, the variables actually help you do. They help you understand and accept who you are so that you can move through the world a little more ease-filled, right? And also be able to have the best and healthiest relationships with other individuals. So if you would like to join us for our five-week journey through the Radical Four Transformations, through the four variables, go ahead down below, click the link that says Color Code Variable Intensive and sign up right now or you know, consult your authority. Okay. We are not your authority. So if you need a moment, take a moment, but just know that this is early bird enrollment right now. So you're getting $55 off if you sign up right now. And you're also getting a bonus class called the fractal family framework, where we go through parts of the variables and also other planetary placements so that you can connect to the right people that resonate with your aura, whether that be through business or whether that be through your personal relationships. And so the variable intensive is going to be live on Zoom. These calls are also going to be recorded. So you can join us on Zoom or you can get the replay afterwards. And so we're going to walk through each of the variables in detail together and go through each of the six colors and also through the six tones and all of the actual placements of, of the variables through determination, through environment, through view perspective, through motivation. We're going to go through each one of those. After each call, there's also going to be a Q&A at the end before we close out for each week so that you actually understand and can integrate this for yourself. There's also going to be experiments. I have some really fun experiments for this. I actually have a brand new one that I'm going to be giving you for, you, for the new people. Um, and so we're going to be doing experiments together. And there's also going to be a community page for you to connect with the other mad scientists because we're all mad scientists here. As I said, I'm Kitchen's Environment. So we're we I've created a lab for you guys to join us. We have a community page over on our website. And so we're going to be connecting to all the other 10 people. We're only taking 10. I want to let you know we already have spots being filled right now, but there are still a few spots left open. So please go ahead and sign up right now if you feel called. Um, you're also going to be getting a base buddy. I think it's important to have somebody else that's doing the same thing as you so that you can feel a little bit less alone and you can also understand and help each other integrate this information. So from now till September 19th, we have early bird enrollment and we will officially close doors on, I believe, October 4th. Um, and we start on the 15th, October 15th. So we're giving, you know, 
time to get everybody in and for people to start going through some of the work that we we what we provided you before we start and then we'll be diving in on October 15th. So if you have any questions, please feel free to email us. Our emails down below also in the show notes or you can DM me or you can DM our other account as well on Instagram and we we would be more than happy to answer your questions for you. And if you really liked this episode, please give it a big thumbs up. It really helps us reach more people. And I want to thank you so much for being part of our community and for being here. And I will see you over on the next one. Bye. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of our podcast on the Human Design and Astro Club. We hope you have found the information insightful and useful. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review and sharing it with your friends and family. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to reach out to us with any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.